Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping what you were doing to just come and join. Because in the Bible it says, when two or three are gathered, there he is in the midst. I'm telling you, we have to fight the good fight of faith. God, keep pouring in my spirit. Fight the good fight of faith. One more time. Fight the good fight of faith. Because Satan is so pissed off. Prancing around even the more as a roaring lion. Seeing what area in our lives he can devour. Who can I use? What can I do? What person? What place? What thing? But fight the good fight of faith. No matter about the obstacles, you fight the good fight of faith. No matter about the trouble that surrounds you, you fight the good fight of faith. No matter about any discouraging news, you fight the good fight of faith. And you know how to fight the good fight of faith. Just keep using your faith. Keep giving praise. Keep giving thanks. Fight the good fight of faith. But keep on believing. You got to keep telling that devil, no, 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 no. Get thee behind me, Satan. You are fixed to me. I'm going to serve God and only God shall I forever serve. Get thee behind me. Fight the good fight of faith with your believing. Fight the good fight of faith with your perceiving. Fight the good fight of faith with your worship. Fight the good fight of faith with your praise. Fight the good fight Fight of faith with your endurance, with your perseverance. Fight the good fight of faith with love. Fight with joy. Fight with peace. Fight with patience. Fight with kindness. Fight with gentleness. Fight with generosity. Fight with faithfulness. Fight with self-control. Fight the good fight of faith. Shut the devil up. Kick him out if he's in your home trying to attack your mind. Fight the good fight of faith. He's trying to attack your body. You fight the good fight of faith. Sometimes we're not aware of the things that we say. And sometimes we're not aware of the things that we do. That's why it's so important. It's a necessity to remain in the presence of God. You fight the good fight of faith. This podcast is not about me. You heard all of my testimonies thus far. It's not about me. It's about us. Nor will we belong concerning him. During this time, it's like nothing else can do but just fight the good fight of faith. Nothing else will ever do but fight the good fight of faith. Sometimes you got to go away. You got to be in your closet. You got to pray and got to stir yourself up. I know that God is. I know that God can. I know that God's able. I know God. I know Yahweh. I know I am that I am. Fight the good fight of faith. 
Satan trying to play with your dreams. Satan trying to tamper with your visions. Satan trying to tamper with your thoughts. He trying to tamper with your mission. He trying to tamper with your ministry. He trying to tamper you as a disciple of Christ. You better fight the good fight of faith. Because without faith, he already knows it's impossible to please God. So he's trying to cause you to doubt. He's trying to cause us to doubt. He's trying to cause us to be afraid. He's trying to cause us to procrastinate, to hesitate. But you better fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. My God. My God. My God. My God. We always win. Satan is on a non-stop approach because he knows what we're capable of. He knows the glory. He sees the glory. He's not a partaker of the glory. And that's why he's trying to rob us of our sanity regarding us being in the glory of God for him being glorified in and through us. Somebody might ask you a question that doesn't even make sense. You respond back with an answer that do make sense. Fight the good fight of faith. Don't become desperate. Don't become a busybody. Don't become who you're not. You fight the good, my God, Jesus Christ, the good fight of faith. Standing on what you believe and standing firm on what you believe. Don't waver. Don't quit. Don't cave in. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Fight the good fight of faith. I know some things you may have encountered, we have encountered, that we didn't even see coming in these matter of days this year. But God knows all, sees all, and done it all for us. All we have to do is continue to exercise our faith. We are connected to the vine. And we are the branch. Then the word it says we bear much more fruit. What fruit you think God is talking about? Christ is talking about the fruits of the spirit. We gotta declare that those are our ingredients of eating and supping at the master's table. Some earthly ingredients we know the back of our hand. We know how to, you know, make a pie. We know how to, you know, fry chicken. And we know the ingredients without even looking on the label, Googling or YouTubing it. But when it comes to the ingredients, more cool. Oh, ah. God. I woke up with a mantle on my head <laughs> and I didn't even know. 
there's so much in us that's coming out. And there's so much that we thought who we were is being destroyed. It's nothing like coming away with God. And I mean, it ain't, it's not, excuse me, not ain't, it's not just one-on-one all the time. Because many of us are doing things day to day. But you could be in a room, I could be in a room filled with people and still be away with God, if you know what I mean. You got to get together with those in your family, those in your home, who you be in contact with, and you pray and fight the good fight of faith. It's not time to be, oh, I don't need no one to know what's going on. You don't have to tell nobody what's going on. An intercessor is an intercessor, no matter what, because we still know that we have a devil that's prancing back and forth. We know that's going on. And we know that our father is still the same. He never changed. That's going on. Yahweh, I am that I am. And he is that who he say he is. And the devil is trying to tampering with our visions and dreams. And it brings me to the testimony of Job. You notice how Satan never said to God, well, why don't you take the things away from him? He said, why won't you allow me to take the things away from him? Well, let me take it away from him because you favor him. He has too many good things. Let me take it away and see if he still serve you or would he curse you and want to die. But we got to really pay attention to Job's testimony during this time. Because he had no idea that him losing things was out of his control. He didn't do anything to cause those things to happen. It's not like he hit rock bottom due to being out of position. No, he's a man of God. And things were still happening out of his, you know what I'm saying? Of his doing anything to cause it to happen. And the reason why Satan didn't ask God to do it, and he asked then let him do it instead because Satan knows that God does not give and take back. He will not bless you and then take the blessing back. He will not give you a promise and take the promise back. No, many of us just lay them down. And sometimes God will call somebody else to fulfill those promises because the word got to get done. It got to get out. The mission got to be done. It, the earth don't sit around us. Time don't wait for us to make it, to take it, to break it, to make it, to fake it. Or even hesitate it, debate it, whatever. You understand? But thank God for grace and mercy for the things that God kept. For us to partake. Hallelujah. God don't give and take. And Satan knows that. That's why I said, well, let me take those things you've given him away, God. Let me see if I can get him to confess. Being angry at you, blaming you for anything and walking away. And look how powerful and such a sincere, a genuine man of God, Job, you know, is, not was, is. Because he still exists in the kingdom. He didn't turn his attention and blame God. He turned the attention on himself. If my mother have not met my father, 
then they would not have conceived me and I would not have been born to bear witness of this. See, he put that on himself and Satan wanted him to put that blame on God, but he refused. And there goes multiplication, double for his trouble. So what's happening in your life that was out of your control? And Satan wants you to say, you know what? Forget it. I quit. Some of us feel like we've been stretched trying to please too many people. Many of us are surrounded by too many people. We need to come away with God for real. It's not good to be out there trying to get an ear to hear just a word, a word, a word, a word. Because everybody doesn't have an ear to hear what God is currently saying right now. Not what he's going to say. Not what he has said. No, what he's saying right now. You need a right now word. And you could get that right now word being in his presence right now. Right where you are. I'm not going to have anybody to think that you could come to me to hear. Yes, I do hear prophetically, but you also have an ear here. Whether you a psalmist, an artist, a dancer or not, you have ears to hear. And Satan is really trying it on my end and I know he is on yours. I don't know what area he's trying to, you know, devour you in. But he's not just trying to do the things that are of your weakness. He's trying to come against your strengths and my strengths as well. God took me to Satan's workshop in a dream. And in this workshop, in this evil realm, the darker, the deeper. I'm starting to really appreciate having this anointing to be in demonic realms, heavenly realms, and earthly realms at the same time. I enjoy, I'm enjoying it, and you enjoy your encounters as well. Because in this Satan's workshop, they were all sitting at the desk, and Satan really wants to be God. You know, in the hierarchy, God got archangels, and you know, Satan was created as Lucifer to be one of them. It was Lucifer. It was Raphael, Gabriel, and Mikael. We say Michael, Gabriel, and you know, Lucifer and Raphael. And they got, you know, other ones too, you know, Samuel, so many others. But anyway, those were the main, those are, excuse me, the main ones, except for, you know, Lucifer, who's now Satan. So Satan tried to create his own hierarchy demons. He have Leviathan, Asmodeus, and Beelzebub. And those are the ones who are under him, but he have all the demons with him, but those are the ones who he have under him like he is a God. Really trying to portray to be a God. And what they're doing in Satan's workshop is that they're sitting at these desks, all these desks, like a classroom. And they got all this trash scattered and they're trying to paste up pictures and papers and posters together. Because the thing is, it's torn apart in many pieces, like it's been in a shredder. Because it's nothing but us just being delivered from those things. Our deliverance has caused us to throw those things back right at him. So what he's trying to do now, this is what Satan is currently trying to do. Take up the things we've been delivered from that we've thrown at him. Try to put them back together and present them back to us again. So the things that we were delivered from, you try to present them back in a, you know, different way. 
even things that we never even know we would never do. He's still trying to present other people's things to us. Just presenting something. He's not going to just not present nothing. Because his objective is for us to fall. And plan to never have us to get up again. But he has no control over that. No matter if we make about bed in hell. Guess what? The moment we say, Father. When we say, forgive me. You are out of, I'm out of that place. But how about we know what it's like to be there. And we're not ever going back again. So God is showing the significance of our purpose of being here. Why are you here? Why did he create you to be here in such a time as this? Soak in his presence and hear what the Lord has to say concerning you. Telling you and teaching us things that we never even knew that's on the inside of us. Hallelujah. I said that God, my gifting, my purpose is to prophetically release your word with miracles, signs, and wonders following. I can never put a price to that. However you want to bless my coast, you can do it in any way, shape, or form. But just know this, it won't be from that. God counseled me. You understand? God had me to look on the podcast, the one who has like one of the most episodes that was viewed, and I saw a sponsorship on. Wait a second. I never turned that on. I never turned that on. The devil is a liar. He's trying to have us to think that we receive in a way that God don't have us to. God knows how to sow into our lives. He knows who to bring to sow into our lives. He knows how to release the grace which already is upon our lives. I never heard Christ, you know, I'm doing what he's doing. I never heard him say to any person, okay, so give me this because I've given you that. No, he tore up the place. You're not going to make my father's house out to be a mockery because they turned it into a flea market. We get paid doing these things. God knows how to pay us without us even thinking about getting paid. Just thinking about him paving the way. I don't want anyone to feel, you know, like... Uh, you know, just stay with me. Continue to pray with me. Continue to stay in God like never before. Like never before. Because who am I impacting here? That's what I'm like in the presence of God. Who? Who's going to God regarding my anointing? 
what must I do to be saved? You're such a blessed woman of God. And saying the same things to you. You're such a blessed woman or a man of God. Your gift things are blessing me. I want more of God through you. I noticed this in prayer. God asked me. If people begin to start sowing into your life and you're traveling and traveling, would you leave the ministry in your church home? Would you become too busy to still be doing what you do in ministry where I planted you? No, never. What if someone want to sow really great in your life to do what you do? No, never. And God say, why not? He counseling us. And he's saying, why not? Because you have given me pastors after your own heart. I'm a part of the vision. I'm a part of the house. I would never leave, especially not like that. I say, Father, I don't I don't care how far you take me in this world and traveling this state, that country. Whatever, I'm still going to sow until where I am planted. And not expecting anything in return. I'd rather give than receive anything. And God say, ah, wise are you? Wise are you? Now you keep fighting a good fight of faith. Satan is trying to throw all these men the last couple of days out of nowhere. I don't care about that, but just the fact that he's doing that, that's your move, that's your plot. No, you got me the first time. You can never ever get me again. He even asked God, let me bring some men in her dreams to let her become confused. Let them say that she belongs to them. And it been random people I never met in a dream. I just woke up for what? You belong to me. No, I don't. And the men I had to reject when I went out to minister, come to find out many of them live in the community I'm in. And they see where I live now. And I was like, oh, the devil is such a liar. I said, because of that, I'm not going out to exercise for a while. I'm going to do it inside. Since you want to play like that. Hallelujah. We focus on mission. We focus on purpose because of purpose. We focus on that, not the problem. God is not bringing destruction. God bring glory. Satan bring problems and destruction because he's doomed. God brings purpose with promises and prosperity that comes along with it. So you fight a good fight of faith I realize how important it is to intercede 
not even able to watch a movie right now. Don't even want to eat nothing. Don't even want to be on the phone. Just want to sit before God. And I've been doing that all day, all hours. And continuing to be fit for the kingdom. God say everything about us is ministry. How we present ourselves, how we look. Nothing should be missing, lacking, no broken. So what's on you, Quenisha, that you want to change that you can? You want to tighten up, then tighten it up. And I just been in here getting it in and getting it in. And I know you getting it in however you getting it in. Even my, you know, posture ministers the gospel. My health ministers the gospel. Being fit for the kingdom physically ministers the gospel. God never told or never said to me, never told me what not to eat. But he would have Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of truth, wisdom, would say how much of it or if I'm eating too much of it. Okay, now you substitute for this. Just for now. Okay, now you need to get more oranges for your immune system. Okay, now for your vision. You say you don't want to wear no glasses ever? No. Okay, so invest in more carrots then. That's good for your sight. There's everything good for an organ. God put it here in the earth for us to receive the nourishment from. Now, I understand the old covenant Leviticus. They had to live under the law. But now we under grace. Thank God for salvation, right? It's not behavior based. I gotta eat right. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. Or, you know, it was a part of the religion. But now it's grace based. Now we use the wisdom to not run wild with things without embracing the knowledge. Eating salt all day, what do you think gonna happen to your pressure due to your body, your organs? naturally. See, by us knowing we have the wisdom of God, knowing that we are healed, we maintain that healing by using the wisdom to know what to do, when to do, and how to do. Because there's nothing that I can say that I'm restricted from eating. I may have some things that I just don't want to eat or don't have that preference, but I'm not restricted from anything. I drink more water than anything. The natural body pulls it takes 64 ounces a day. I do probably 80 something. It's never a water overload because as the water go in, it just flushes and it comes right out. It flushes every organ. Water dilutes salt, water dilutes sugar, water dilutes fat, grease, oil, all of that. It flushes the kidneys properly. It's very necessary. I'm not on no health diet. I don't do diets. I just maintain what I do eat, what I like, and continue to exercise. That's most importantly. Exercise. Stretch out your muscles. Stretch out your bones so they will not become stiff because we still have to maintain our earthly suit while we're on this journey. 
It doesn't matter if you're driving around on a plane. You still got to take some walks. Walking is the number one thing to ever do. Because it takes care of every part of the body is moving. Hallelujah. Those were words of wisdom. So fight the good fight of faith. The devil try to tamper with your soul. He's after your soul. Your soul is in your belly. Your, your will. Your emotions. He's trying to get you to quit. Get me to quit. It don't look like it anymore. It don't sound like it anymore. He want you to give up. Want me to give up believing. But there goes the angels still coming with word upon word. You stay right where you are. You keep on believing. Sometimes it only just require God to speak to you and that's it. Nobody else knows what he said to you or can say to me. We got to stand just like that on it. And can't be trying to go out here and get clarification and confirmation. That's pretty much lacking faith. Trusting in God. And he's taking us up higher. He's actually pushing us. Pushing us to glory to glory. Because many of us set resolutions in the beginning of the year. About what we, what we want. Where we see ourselves going. How we going to get there. But we never take the time to see the preparation of what it takes to actually arrive at that point in that part of time. Hallelujah. Oh God, your presence is very powerful in here. The devil is such a liar. Such a liar. Don't you want to be with these people who really care about you? See, the thing is, you can't care about things. See, the devil can only try to position things to please our flesh. But God knows the things that please our spirit. Because those who worship God must worship in spirit at in truth. And this has never, ever happened to me before. The way that is happening. But if I keep resisting the enemy, he got to flee. But I never see him stay around like he is now regarding all of us. Because he's just that pissed off that we keep saying yes. Because every time we say yes, another soul is gained in the kingdom. And I don't know about you, but he hit me with a vengeance. You didn't die yet? You didn't go the wrong way yet? I don't talk about divorce because there's nothing to talk about. But God will have me to testify whenever necessary. He had me to just pour out my heart to all you guys. And many of you guys really, really receive because you never really heard nothing from me. Knew much about me. 
And now I'm gaining a greater sense of who I really am more and more. I'm a woman that is focused. I'm a woman that is strong. I'm a woman that's determined. I'm a woman that's bold. A woman that's in love with God. In love with Christ. In love with Holy Spirit. In love with the good works. The kingdom of God. In love with all of you. Hallelujah. It went from men saying, thank you for that powerful word I received to now, hey, I got to touch you. No, you don't. I got to come with you. No, you don't. I was even followed. And God spares me every time. God got me. God got this. Think he didn't notice before my grandmother entered into my great-grandmother's womb. Same goes for you. Trying to get you to change your mind on what's actually happening. See, I was out of position that time in the past. I was out of position. So I'm already available to be deceived. And I was greatly for four years. And I thank God that I'm free from it. I don't just go around talking. That's just not my speech. Because I'd like to keep some things, you know, where they are. You don't tell everybody everything, but even though, you know, people can see the glory of God upon your life because you don't look like what you've been through and they know you've been through some things because they saying you, they saying me. But during this time, you can't even care about what somebody say or think about you. I'm trying to tell you, God giving me a word today about myself. He said, you are anointed to hear. You have an ear to hear what I have to say and address my people as well as yourself. And I'm taking you up higher, discerning much more to hear much more clearly. To make so many decisions as if it's me. People encounter you, they encounter me on a higher level. God is saying about us, not just me. God will have me testify on here the ways that I have, like the other day I did. Because people be healed due to testimony, they be set free. If he can do it for you, I know he can do it for me. There are so many people who don't want to testify, who want people to think that they did a hop, skip, and a jump in order to receive what freely been given over. And that's why many people put people on pedestals. And then when they become, you know, more close to you, and you see that they're human and make a mistake like everybody else do, you begin to look at people different and walk away from them. Oh, you just another one of them. I thought you was better than that. I thought you was powerful than that. Then we start 
disvaluing people and dishonoring people. Even if you're dishonored, you still show honor. Even if you're not like, you still love. Even if people reject you, you still accept them. Do you understand? You can accept from a distance. Many of us have too many people we surrounded by. And we have our ears in too many conversations that we can't even hear what God is saying about us strategically. That's new that we're developing to release being, you know, birthing things out into reality. I couldn't tell you guys no, not to me getting on here. Because I don't know, this might be the only way you're here. But I know this, a rise and shine is over. That preparation, that talk, that, that type of testimony of all of that, that's over. So how it started out with me giving just sharp words and prayer and lifting you up and loving on you. It came up higher right now. So you tune in whenever you can. It's okay. And I pray that God show me what you're doing that I support and encourage you as well. Gotta keep telling Satan no. I noticed that. That's why I'm sober and I'm watching. I've never been so spiritually drunk in my life. I don't want any natural drink. Not saying that I would never take. My focus is just on just watching, being around God, getting to know the new drink, being filled with the new wine, letting go of the old wine skin. Because you can't put new wine in old wine I'm not here for me, but I'm a blessing being here. So are you. People are going to try to, you know, have you to do things that you got to really pray about. You want to do this? You want to go to this place? You got to pray about that. I can never, ever accompany myself where God don't ever want me to be ever again or do what God don't want me to do ever again. I don't care if I have to say no to you because that's saying yes to you actually and yes to him. Because I care about you guys that much that you get my best, you get all of me. I'm all in with this, man. I'm not playing about that. The angels are standing behind me while I'm talking to you guys. God said to me, Quinesha, do you know that you're not normal? Do you know you think different? You act different? You see different? I created you to be the way you are of your own, but your life is not of your own. Everybody is like that. Everybody is made uniquely and wonderfully made. But everyone is created according to their assignment. So if you see how significant that, you know, the difference that you really have, then you would know how powerful you really are here. 
because many people could see what you just used to be and, and not even see. Not saying that you don't expect, you understand. Same goes for you too. Hallelujah. I've never been like this before. This is different. I don't want nothing, no food, no drink. I don't want any of that. No TV, no nothing. Just straight prayer right on the floor. Just straight prayer unto God. Like, whoo. And that's how God wanted. He want whatever it takes to get all of you, our attention. He want all of our attention. And I'm giving it to him. I know you're giving it to him. But the devil is such a liar. He keep going to God about my life, my purpose. Trying to send all kinds of distractions and false words and false invitations and false connections. That's why it's so important to hear the voice of God. Because God already told you beforehand what to do. So this is my time on here. Mokoyandriandamosaki. In our bellies are rivers of living water, saith God. That means there is a constant overflow. So what's in must come out. So I can pour much more in so you can release much more out, saith God. He's showing me himself as a plowman, attending to the crops where the seeds where we have sown on good ground due to our labors of love. And I'd rather just not say, I'd rather for you just to receive the demonstration of what God is releasing upon your life right now. Things are leaving and things are coming. People are leaving and people are coming. Places are leaving and more are coming. Things are leaving and more are coming. Don't be alarmed when you don't recognize or realize or understand what's happening. Just know that you are in the will of God. And God is setting you up for a higher realm upon glory, upon glory, upon glory, upon glory, upon. You continue to endure. Continue to go all the way. Continue to see it through. Many people may not be as hungry as you, may not be on the same page, may not understand you, but God does. And you cannot get frustrated because of it. You got to call out love, call out joy, call it out. Everywhere you go, you better call it out. Do you notice whenever someone ministers anywhere, place or thing, we can talk about you about to receive uh, 
you know, family breakthrough, people cheering and shouting. You're about to receive, you know, you know, healing breakthrough, people cheering and shouting. But when they say you're about to receive a financial breakthrough, the roof come off every building. Hallelujah. God is changing that around. Because even that thought is a limit. God showed me all the gems. And there's a gem for every color. And my favorite color is pink. But it was something about that emerald. He said, pick which one. I'm going to make a piece of jewelry out of this for you. And you know what happened spiritually and manifests as natural. Which gem do you want? It was something about that emerald. It was shiny. It stood out. I thought I would have picked a ruby or a sapphire or a diamond even. No, I picked an emerald. It's very beautiful. Very shiny. Very beautiful. Satam Musokuandrianda Musaka. Iron shop is iron and every joint supply. That's what I just said. Father, we stand right here before you. And we declare and decree that our focus is only on you. We are hungry for new discoveries supernaturally deposit on the inside of us to release it here that people come back to you and confess that Jesus is Lord and receive the free gift of Holy Spirit knowing where they truly belong oh God mm -mm -mm. those are a lot of tall trees oh God Oh, God. It's like he had me in the air like an eagle. You know how an eagle soars? You can see, oh, my God. My God. Ooh, devil, you are a liar. I command every evil plan, agenda, motive that you try to throw our way, we throw it back. We say no to you and yes to God. And only God will we and shall we forever serve. Get thee behind us, Satan. We have authority over you. We don't want your way. We don't want your plan. We receive the promises of God instead. We are seated in heavenly places instead. We rule and we reign instead. We have liberty. We've been justified. God is already glorified and stayed. So whatever you ask God to position with us, to try to confuse us or mislead us, we throw it right back right now. God has shown me a scale. Stability is very important. Mental stability, physical stability, Emotional stability, spiritual stability. 
We can't be people that just want to leave out all the time and just be around people all the time. Nothing wrong with that. But there's a season in time where you got to come away with God alone and hear what he has to say concerning you that he may not say around others. I'm learning things about me that I really love. I really love being me. I really love being me. Father, anyone we have ever offended, we ask you to forgive us and ask them to forgive us. And anyone who offended us, we forgive them and ask you to forgive them. God say, make a fresh start. Make a fresh start. Don't see it as what it was, what it appeared to be, or what happened long ago. Because sometimes we say we're over it, we forgive, but we still tend to think when we see the person, place, or thing again. So let us make a fresh start right now regarding the places, the people, and the things that God connect us to. Start fresh. Leave whatever it was in the past. And like God said to Lot and his family, don't look back. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I love you. This is your Selah moment. Selah, place a pause so you can hear. Place a pause Time to worship, place a pause, receiving greatly, place a pause because you can't even grasp to say anything, place a pause. Your life is Selah, say of God. Hallelujah. My words have came up higher. Your words have came up higher. Had no idea I'm wearing a mantle. He released one seven, eight years ago, but this time he actually showing me with it on. So what have he put on you regarding your purpose? I feel Elijah, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> but in a new generation, my God, my God, my God. Greater is he that is in us he that is in the world. I love you guys so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thanks for loving me. Thanks for praying for me. Thanks for praying for my son, my family, every part of me as I pray for you. Iron sharpens iron. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love when you pray for me. I love when you stir me up. I love when you quicken and sharpen me. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I need it. Thank you. Thank you. Sila.